Hello and a good afternoon to all. I'm your host, Moria Hall, and welcome to In the Meantime with Moria, where I talk about the latest with food, music, celebrities, and everything in between. Now let's rock and roll. In this hour, I will be covering the Chainsmokers Tone Deaf concert, considering the fact that we are in some unprecedented times. Three new additions to the next generations to come, thanks to these celebrities. And rapper Tyga getting into the food delivery business and much, much more. But before I get into all of that, I want to share with you all today's energy reading. Today's energy reading is brought to you by The Moon Tarot. You can follow them on Instagram at TheMoonTarot or you can visit their website, TheMoonTarot.com. Today's energy reading states, you are aligned with the divine. The movement of your energy is showing where your confidence has healed and grown, dear one. When anxiety hits you, soothe your nerves with breath. Come back to your body. And here's also two other quotes that the page posted that I want to read and share with you guys. The first one says, pay very close attention to your intuition, dear one. Don't allow illusion to fool you. Stay grounded in your principles and be aware of the influences that are impacting your actions. Respond with kindness and love. And the last quote I want to share with you all says, the universe is guiding you deep within your own being. Great change is approaching and you are being shown aspects of your life where illusion has masked your authentic truth. Allow your subconscious mind to open the gate to your innermost knowing. Now, with all that being shared with you all, I hope you guys take that in and definitely try to apply it to your life and to your daily routine. So with that being said, I feel as though it's only right to play a song before I truly do get into the show. So coming up is Bad Blood by Taylor Swift featuring Kendrick Lamar. So make sure to tune in afterwards to hear the reason why I decided to play this song specifically. Cause baby now we got bad blood. You know it used to be mad love. So take Uh, a look what you've done. uh, Cause baby now we got bad uh, blood. Hey, I can't take it back. Look where I'm at. We was OG like DOC, remember that? My TLC was quite OD, ID my facts. Now POV of you and me, similar Iraq. I don't hate you, but I hate to. Critique, overrate you. These beats of a dark cart use baselines to replace you. Take time and erase you. Love don't hear no more, no, I don't fear no more. But it get respect and quite sincere no more. If you love like that, blood 
Welcome or welcome back to In the Meantime with Moria. I'm your host, Moria Hall. And just for a little bit, I want to talk to you guys about things that's been going on inside the music industry. So first thing I want to talk about in the music industry is the quote-unquote bad blood between Taylor Swift and a black designer named Amira Razul. So for those who are wondering who was listening earlier about the song that I was playing, that's the segue into my first story I want to share with y'all because according to BuzzFeed, a black designer called out Taylor Swift for copying her logo. And that designer name is Amira Razul. She went on Instagram to call her out and showed a side-by-side pic of Taylor's merch as well as her logo. This is a quote from her and it says, I am sharing my story to bring light to the trend of large companies slash celebrities copying the work of small minority owned business owners. I am not going to let this blatant theft go unchecked. And that is what she did. She made sure to bring it to light and bring awareness to it. And Taylor's team saw what she posted and issued a statement to Good Morning America saying, quote, Yesterday we were made aware of a complaint that the specific use of the word the before folklore album on some of the folklore album merchandise was of a concern. Absolutely no merchandise using the before the word before quote the words folklore album has been manufactured or sent out. So if you guys don't know, Taylor Swift did release a new album called Folklore. I listened to a little bit of it, didn't like it. Some may agree, some may disagree, but for me personally, I didn't like it. I liked her more upbeat. This is a very like calm and like sad album. So it's like for those who like Adele and like could listen to just straight up whole album being sad and like realizing things and this is the album for you. So with that statement being put out, um, Amira did respond to the action of Taylor's team. And she said this, she said, I commend Taylor's team for recognizing the damage the merchandise caused to the, to my company at the Folklore's brand. I recognize that she has been a strong advocate for women protecting their creative rights. So it was good to see her team is on the same page. It was nice to see that they took what she said serious and decided to actually work on changing that. Speaking of taking things serious... According to TMZ, the chain smokers pretty much did not take the whole coronavirus serious and held a charity fundraiser in the Hamptons at a drive-in. In case you don't know, we're in a pandemic and really people aren't throwing concerts and things that we usually would do in the summer, like go to concerts or have parties and stuff like that has been canceled for the most part, just, you know, because of the virus that's still going around and cases are still rising so the fact that the chain smokers held a concert whether it's charity for charity or not there's other ways you could raise money for charity was just pretty much tone deaf and they did have a plan to have a crowd so have the crowd socially distance themselves on a 100 acre venue and mind you they did do some temperature checks before gaining admission as well as providing face mask and having a lot of hand sanitizer on deck but that obviously wasn't enough because there has been an investigation by the New York State Department of Health going on now with this concert so I mean I just feel like it wasn't just because you're doing it for charity doesn't excuse the fact that you're still putting people at risk you can't really control the social distancing I feel so. Mind you, the profits from the event though did go to go to No Kid Hungry, Southampton Fresh Air Home, and the Children's Medical Fund of New York. But I still don't agree with the fact that they decided through a concert. It you could have do something on Instagram Live, like you you didn't necessarily need to get people to drive out to a venue. Now speaking of, since we're actually talking about things I don't agree with. Um, according to upnewsinfo.com, Boozy, if you don't know Boozy, he's a 
rapper, um, he went off on Vlad TV for saying, in his opinion, that R. Kelly is better than Michael Jackson. And I really, really disagree with that. But let me let me paint the picture for you guys first. Here's a quote of what he said about the soul situation. By the way, nobody can go on a versus battle with R. Kelly in the world, he said. And then he went on to say, Michael Jackson, no. Beyonce, no. Nobody's got more hits than R. Kelly. And then you even have where the interviewer even brought up Stevie Wonder. And then this is what he had to say about that. He was like, Stevie Wonder can't mess with R. Kelly. I know he messed up, but when it comes to talent... We cannot take this away from R. Kelly because you don't take it away from Michael Jackson. Now, I completely understand his perspective and where he's coming from. Do I necessarily agree with it? No. With putting aside what they do in their personal lives, I do feel like R. Kelly is a good R&B artist. Yes. But is he better than Michael Jackson? No. Now, I understand why he was like, we can't take away... I Kelly's talent because you haven't done that with Michael Jackson because Michael Jackson has done some problematic things in the past while he was alive rest in peace to him so the fact that we still look at Michael Jackson as a legend but R. Kelly as a pedophile which he is um and hold that against him there he's probably saying like we should focus more of his time on his talent because him messing around with younger girls, extremely younger girls, was nothing new. It wasn't as hidden, as secretive. So people knew and then people still decided to work with him because they decided to put that to the side and work with him and use his talent. Because like, like Boozy said, you can't ignore his talent, but I wouldn't say he's better than Michael Jackson because I feel like with Michael Jackson... And Michael Jackson, he couldn't sing that well to me. He could carry a note, don't get me wrong, but I know Michael Jackson more for his music videos and his dance moves compared to his actual voice himself. So like with Michael Jackson, he could carry a note and he's a great performer. Beyonce, I feel like she's very well. She's very good with both performing and singing. So she has that. But R. Kelly, I know him more as just singing. He could sing his heart out if he really wants to. So that's something I agree with. But to say he's better than Beyonce and Michael Jackson, no. Is he talented? Yes. Is he a pedophile? Yes. Like that's something you can't really, that's kind of hard to forget. You can put it to the side, but you can't really forget it. Speaking of um, versus battles, according to shepherdgazette.com, Bow Wow mentioned how he would like to do a versus battle against Fabulous, but explains pretty much how it doesn't make sense. Um, Bow wow, I don't know that much Bow Wow songs. The only one I know and truly love, like I still listen to this day, is Shorty Like Mine with him and Chris Brown. I know that one that I like, and I know the, um, the Let Me Hold You one. That's the two songs I know from him. Um, I like Bow Wow more as an actor. I feel like he's a very, extremely good actor. And I don't know why he doesn't do that more. But this is his re- the pretty much his reasoning behind the fact that it doesn't make sense. is because he's still working on his craft. As well as the fact that Fabius already did a versus battle. So that's his quote-unquote reasons as to why, even though he would like to go against Fabulous that it doesn't make any sense. But I feel like Fabulous would definitely win just with the fact that he has more songs than Bow Wow, I feel personally. Yeah, I grew up listening mainly to Fabulous. I remember I was just on YouTube the other day just going through old rap songs and I never realized how much like Fabulous songs was like out there. And I was like, oh, wow, I kind of, I just was so used to hearing and growing up that actually going back now at this age, it was like, well, he did actually put out a good bit of songs and a good bit of hits. So that was pretty cool. And speaking of someone who puts out a good bit of hits, consistently hit after hit after hit, is my girl Megan Thee Stallion. So I just want to give you guys a little update because last time I talked about her, I talked about the fact that she got shot in her feet and it's been alleged that it was by Tory Lanez. According to 
theshaderoom.com, Megan the Stallion went on Instagram Live to pretty much address her fans about the shooting and to just thank her fans for the support that they've been giving to her. So throughout the live, there was a part where she started to get sad while she's talking about her parents who both passed away and it was kind of sad to see a celebrity mourning still about their parent it just when I saw her started to tear up and stuff like that it made it seem like wow she's like a legit real person because people tend to look at celebrities as gods and like oh they shouldn't make this mistake and that mistake and they need to be perfect and then we just hold celebrities to such a high standard that we forget like hey they're human just like us like they bleed the same color blood we do like they're not like gods and not like perfect beings you know they're gonna make mistakes they're gonna have feelings they're not always gonna be happy like to see because Megan Thee Stallion is known for being like so happy and cherry and bubbly but seeing her in that state was like wow like she has other emotions she doesn't just want to drive the boat all the time you know and party like she has those days where it's like things get to her and stuff. So it was really refreshing to see that. I mean, I, I don't want to see her sad, but it was kind of like seeing her in that way made it seem like, wow, like she's human. Like, you know, like seeing people when I did report about what people were saying about her made it seem so real. Like I saw how it affected her in a sense. So even though she's trying to be all like tough and stuff, she, you could tell that she's holding back a lot and just trying to save face. But with that being said, the fans were very supportive of her to the point where one fan made a petition, according to Vibe.com, to deport Tory Lanez back to Canada. So apparently he's he was born in Canada. And it's been reported to have over 16,000 signatures. And the goal is to get 25,000. So, I mean, when you have fans who really care about you and you mess with their, you mess with their idol, then, you know? But I think it's, I mean, is it really going to work, though? I don't think it works that way. Unless he done something illegal. Well, he did shoot her, allegedly. Now, speaking of illegal, this is something that I feel like personally should be illegal. Because this is going to cause a lot of distress, a lot of um, emotional pain. <laughs> Just something like this should be a law to not do this because according to hot97.com, Meek Mill and his former girlfriend Milano parted ways. Now Meek was quick to go to Twitter to announce their split and this is what he said. He said, we me, quote, this is exactly his words that he tweeted, we me and Milano decided to remain friends and build our child as separate parents. We still have mad love for each other, but we both came to an understanding. Exclamation point. This girl was just chilling. She has her own business, so she just was chilling. Minding her own business. Literally, like, minding her own business. And then Meek just comes along. Hey, probably try to sleep off her feet. Then he gives her a child. Like, they just had this baby. And his whole theory was he wants to be private with this relationship. I'm sure she's going through a lot because to see him still be passionate publicly about his ex's new beginnings and his ex moving on. And then you're just there like pregnant, like, hey, I'm here, you know. So to see that, I'm sure to be in his shoes wasn't the best. And you would think him having a child would have, have him like calm down and focus on her. But that still wasn't the point. He still was like concerned about Nicki Minaj and the fact that she was pregnant. I just didn't like the fact that he was so private with the relationship. But public with Nicki Minaj and then public with the fact that they broke up. That shit. That's not right. It's honestly not. But this is what Milano had to say about the breakup. She said, quote, don't cry over breakups. Do squats and make them wish they still had that. A word, lol, just kidding, but I'm so excited I got on the scale and it read 178.4. So kudos to her for putting her weight out online like that. I wish I had that confidence. I don't want to put my, I don't want to say my weight. I don't look my weight, but I don't want to say it. But I am working on losing some weight though. So congrats to her for looking at it and focusing on getting her body right but it is sad like now boom just like that she's a single mother oh man i just wish good luck to those two 
but especially to Milano being a mother and all and then it's like I don't know for me I wouldn't want to bring a child into the world and then say like oh yeah me and your father we're friends like no I want to say like me and your father we are in a committed relationship we are at least be in a relationship or at least be married you know I mean it's something some work out for people and that's life that's understandable so with that being said I want to go into a quick music break and after my music break I would want to share with you guys things that celebrities have been doing and contributing to the world aka bringing babies into the world so that's one of the things I want to talk to you guys about after this music break Welcome or welcome back to In the Meantime with Moria. I'm your host, Moria Hall, and I just want to share with you guys a little bit of things that's been going on in the celebrity world with you all. So first, I want to congratulate Ciara and Russell Wilson, because according to People.com, they welcomed their 
second child together, their son, who they named Wynn Harrison Wilson. And they announced it on Instagram. And Russell Wilson posted a selfie with a grin from ear to ear. Boy, he was smiling hard. With his wife and newborn, while Ciara posted a video of her holding her baby, singing happy birthday. So I think that was very sweet that she sung happy birthday to her baby. Like, that was very That was precious to see that, not gonna lie. And also too, they weren't the only couple who recently gave birth to a child. Shout out to Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. They recently welcomed a baby girl, according to ET Online. And a source told ET that, quote, the couple is already obsessed and can't stop gloating about their new addition. The couple is taking time to enjoy this special moment and have only shared the news and updates with family and friends. With the pandemic, Joe and Sophie have been very cautious about who is around them and the and their little girl. I think that's sweet. And I feel like with or without the pandemic, that's just naturally how first-time parents are. Like, they're very protected because you don't want the um, germs spreading around the newborn and stuff like that. And also, too, TMZ were the first to announce that the couple's decision to name their child Willa. Now, since we're already talking about you know celebrities giving birth to a new generation this celebrity is doing the same thing she hasn't given birth yet but she announced that she's giving birth but here's a little plot twist to it vanessa morgan she's an actress she well i know for her role on riverdale i only watched one season and i pretty much got tired of it after that she revealed that she's pregnant and having a baby boy And she posted a few pictures and videos and then the caption, a part of the caption said, was debating keeping this part of my life hidden, but I knew people would see pictures eventually with my belly and I wanted you guys to hear from me. And then she went on to say, I am overjoyed to be welcoming my baby boy into the world this January. Now, when a woman decides to reveal that she's pregnant, that's usually, usually good news, right? Right? I would think so, but... While this is good news, it turns out that people decided to focus on the bad news and the fact that according to the Chicago Tribune, that her soon-to-be ex-husband filed for a divorce after less than a year of marriage. I mean, congrats to having a child, but you know it's like to be pregnant with someone who filed for a divorce? Like, you're carrying your ex-husband's child, like... I don't know, it's kind of bittersweet. Because, like, I mean, at least you had that love and you shared that love. But the fact that it's ended with the birth of a child is, you know, vastly approaching. That's a whole different thing. Luckily, her co-star, Madeline Patesh, came to her defense in the comment section. So that was nice to see that she was being protective over her. And speaking of being protective over one another, according to the Daily Mail, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are officially Instagram official, so congrats to them. I think they look so cute together. Like, they are aesthetically pleasing, I feel, and they make sense. Pretty much, he posted a, a black and white mirror selfie of them and captioned it, waited for eternity to find you again. So I was like, oh, that was kind of sweet. That's just something well, I want to talk about, you know, couples announcing their togetherness while you have couples like Kim and Kanye who are you know a little on the rocks right now and let me just give you guys an update pretty much um so Kanye West did eventually apologize to Kim he did it publicly through a tweet and this is what said it said I would like to apologize to my wife Kim for going public with something that was a private matter I did not cover her like she has covered me to Kim I want to say I know I hurt you please forgive me Thank you for always being there for me. And so with that being said, Kim probably saw the tweet. After this tweet, according to Cosmopolitan, Kim flew to Wyoming to be with her husband. And here's what an additional source told Entertainment Tonight. They said that, quote, Kim flew to Wyoming Monday to see Kanye after weeks of trying to get a hold of him and having him agree to see her. The meeting was extremely emotional as the couple has a lot to work through now and most importantly, making sure Kanye is healthy. Kim is still very upset with Kanye, but she knows she needs to focus on him getting better. Kim plans to do whatever she can to help Kanye get the help he needs. 
which I think is very noble of her. She's definitely putting a very strong front considering the fact that all that she's going through and the fact that she has to be there to kind of pretty much explain to the kids because I'm sure the kids are going to start to pick up on like, hey, why isn't dad here yet? And stuff like that. So that's probably a lot on her plate. So I really do hope that those two get the help that they need for their marriage and I hope they don't divorce. Like I know people are saying that they should but I hope they don't. I feel like I just like them together but I mean to risk another chance of having this happen again I understand completely why Kim would want to part ways with him. Now lastly what I want to talk about is something where Kanye West was actually known for for doing this when he took the spotlight from Taylor Swift and accepting her video of the year award at the MTV BMAs awards so that notable forever iconic um scene was when Kanye West went up on stage while Taylor Swift was talking and said that he felt as though Beyonce had the greatest video of all time and everyone was pretty much shocked by that so that season's fastly approaching again because according to mtv.com they reported that the nominations are out and people are able to vote so you have the you know regular categories like video of the year artist of the year and song of the year but what i like that they did this year is that they added some new categories like best music video from home and best quarantine performance and within those categories, my girls, Chloe and Haley, has been nominated. So I'm going to definitely go and vote for them after the show because I love them. I love them so much. I don't even listen to R&B like that. But with them, I, I listen to it a lot more often than I usually would. So definitely go ahead and vote if you're interested. If you're not, still vote just because. And... That's all I have with what I want to talk to you guys about that's been going on in the celebrity world. So definitely going to go into a music break, but tune in afterwards when I talk about some food news.
Welcome or welcome back to In the Meantime with Moria. I'm your host, Moria Hall, and you guys know this by now. If you don't know, now you know. I love me some food. I love talking about it. I love eating it. I love, well, that's about it. I don't really like cooking food like that. (laughs) But this is some news that I want to share with you guys talking about, you know, within food. Because according to People.com, Tyga, the rapper Tyga, the rapper who dated Kylie Jenner, Tyga, is releasing a chicken nugget delivery only chain called Tyga Bites, which I feel like is such a cute little name. He has partnered with restauranteur Robert Earl and celebrity chef Eric Greenspan to create the antibiotic free oven baked boneless chicken bites. So that's what they're calling it. And will be only available through Grubhub according to a press release. So no Uber Eats, no DoorDash, just Grubhub. And right now it's available in more than 30 major markets across the country, including New York, Los Angeles, Boston, Washington, D.C., Chicago, you know, the really popular states. So I'm going to look more into it to see if it's available somewhere in Florida. And I'll definitely, because I'm interested to try it out because I haven't seen or looked into to see if it's in Florida yet. But here are some of the, you know, flavors and things they're offering. Some of the chicken nugget flavors are black garlic, lemon black pepper, and peri peri. I don't know what's peri peri. A mix of tangy, sweet, and spicy. So that's some of the um, flavors. I'm, I want to try the peri peri. That's not like it's going to be like spicy but sweet. Not sweet and spicy, but <laughs> okay. Not sweet and spicy, but you know, different than that. And then with that, they have 12 different dips you can choose from. And they have cute little bite-sized chocolate chip cookies. But with me personally, I don't like my desserts to be bite-sized. I like the full adult size, not fun size desserts. Because it's like, it's so tiny, so you eat more. And then they have regular sweet potato tiger tots. I think that's so cute to call it tiger tots. <laughs> And of course, several beverage options. Um, I think it's cool that he's, I like to see when musicians venture out to do different business things and really build up their net worth. I really like that. When they take advantage of their, you know, their status 
and then go into other things. I love it. I love to see it. Yeah, that's all I want to talk about with food. But would you guys be interested to try something like this? I mean, I'm interested to try just because it's from, you know, Tiger. Because I feel like I trust him with food choices, honestly. And also, too, I'm not that much of a nugget person. I like chicken tenders. But I wouldn't really go out my way to say, oh, I really want some chicken nuggets. You know, like, I'm not five. But some people may think otherwise, so I definitely would try it out, you know, just for content for the show. So that's all I want to speak to you guys about within the food community. And I'm going to go into a quick music break and then afterwards, just tune in afterwards when I answer would you rather questions. So pretty much to help you guys get to know me more. Welcome or welcome back to In the Meantime with Moria. I'm your host, Moria Hall, and you are just in time for the Would You Rather segment. This is when I answer a Would You Rather question and explain my reasoning. And the point of this whole segment is just so that you guys can get to know me, get to know your host, you know, and get to know like, hmm, that's something she would choose. Or, hmm, why did she choose that? If I'm giving a certain situation to be in, you know? If I could choose a certain situation to be in, actually. So, first question. Would you rather be a master at drawing or be a amazing singer? I'd rather be a master at drawing. I love the arts. 
I love the arts and I feel like being able to draw then potentially hang it up in my like house and stuff like that would be cool. So second question, would you rather be a wizard or a superhero? I'd rather be a wizard because wizards are low key, but like they have a lot of wisdom. So I feel like with a superhero, yeah, they have wisdom, but they have to go through so much. Third, would you rather be able to create a new holiday or create a new sport? I'd rather create a new holiday. I'm all about, you know, taking that day off. Um, I don't know what I would name the holiday, though. That's the thing. I don't know. Probably, like, Mindless Monday, where it's, like, a Monday in the month of, I don't know, <laughs> choose any month. But it's just, like, you just don't think. You just relax and meditate. So either meditate Monday or Mindless Monday. That's probably what my holiday would be. Next. Fourth question, would you rather live in a place with a lot of trees or live in a place near the ocean? A place near the ocean because I love being near the ocean. Um, living in Tampa, I'm not that close to the ocean, I feel. Like, growing up in the Bahamas, I was, like, it was in my backyard. Like, it was extremely close. So not being that close to the beach is kind of weird to me. But I kind of got used to it, sadly. But if I had to choose, definitely I would move near the ocean. I love it there. And last question. Would you rather everything in your house be one color or every single wall and door be a different color? Um, with me, I'd rather every single wall and door be a different color. I have to think hard about this for a second. But I feel like with each wall and door, it would be within a certain palette. So it won't look too crazy. Like I won't have neon green and neon orange together. Like no. I would definitely have like a like a dark brown and a beige or a white and a black. Like you know something like that. So it won't look too tacky or too crazy. But it just you know makes sense. Let it shrivel up. Shrivel up. 
Show. So thank you so much to everyone who tuned into In the Meantime with Moria. Don't forget to stop by next Friday. Stay safe and sanitized.